Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, it's great that GMMTV doesn't think I deserve death, but I'm also not going to bootlick them. <laughs> like, right, right. You know what like I mean? It's... Hi, guys. Welcome to the Lovecast Boys Love Podcast. I'm your host, Pixie, and with me are my co hosts, Alexa and Kayla. Hey. Hello. So, um, for today's tea time, we have a very current um, topic we want to discuss. It's been happening this weekend, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot to dive into. A, a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, for those who don't know, there is a Pinoy BL festival going on this weekend. Um, with uh, how many actors were there? Like I think it came <laughs> out to be like 50-ish was the final number. Originally yeah. it was supposed to be 100 and it... Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the original advertisement. It was like 100 yeah. and then like more than 75 and then the yeah. total number, the final number is like 50-something. But yeah. apparently not even all of them could make it because of ticketing issues so you know that's also something to talk about yeah and um (laughs) they were originally gonna have this festival um earlier this year but they had to postpone it Mm -hmm. and um every step of the way uh this has been um showing that it's you the only way you can describe this is that it's an utter shit show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fire Festival BL edition. Oh right? God, Fire <laughs> Maybe even DashCon at this point. Like, <laughs> that's that's pretty based bad. on like oh the God. setup and stuff that I've seen, it's giving very much DashCon energy. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing we heard when the festival started was that the live stream was shit. Like yeah. the quality of it was so bad. It, it was like cutting out all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Second, we heard uh, at the press con, Pavel had to be a translator because they didn't have translators for their Thai actors. They invited 
that they know don't speak English. Yeah. Yeah. That is just like, here's the thing. First of all, I'm thinking about, there was also like Korean actors there. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming that they just assumed right. that they mm-hmm. could speak English or hope that they could because who was translating for them? And also like, Pavel is wonderful. I'm sure he was mm-hmm. fine with translating, but yeah. I feel like he was he put in a situation where exactly, like, what if he wasn't comfortable with it? He didn't really have the option to say no, no because mm-hmm. I assume, and maybe they asked him beforehand, but I doubt it yeah, that he was put so, on the spot. Asking one of your guests actors, to be a translator yeah. without compensating them extra when they're there we'll get as into talent this, yeah um, <laughs> later but they weren't com- like he wasn't compensated for this from the for information being translator getting, yeah like nothing and and yes he is a good guy and he would gladly do this but you're uh uh you're organizing like an event you're not gonna force your guests into a situation like that yeah you shouldn't be. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and there were... Fast um, forward to day two. <laughs> it got even yeah. worse. Yeah. Mm. So some actors didn't get their plane tickets. Yeah. I think it was the cast of Restarted, the series. Restarted, yes. Um, it ended up only like two of the six or eight people that are originally supposed to go um, got tickets and like the company was on social media and everything um, being like adding Pinoy BL Festival like we're having this ticket situation like we can't get it sorted out this was like a couple days ago um, and I guess in the end most of the actors be ended up not being able to join because whatever situation was going on it did mm-hmm. not get sorted and they did not get tickets to go to the philippines so yes and for day two uh we heard uh from twitter some of the actors weren't coming anymore yeah even though they were there for day yeah. one and this and- is because they Presumably, they're not getting paid. That's they weren't we getting heard. the compensation nope. they were promised. They weren't getting food. food? Um, there was someone's manager, I think it was Fluke or Gun Guns, posted on um, Instagram stories that they didn't get to eat until 4 p.m. after an entire day of like doing schedules mm-hmm. for the festival. And it wasn't provided for them. They had to go out and eat at a restaurant themselves. Um, and you know, to change. They didn't get yeah proper dressing rooms. They were getting ready in the bathroom at the stadium. I'm assuming like, and for which that those... that feels really unsafe to me to yeah. be putting the guests in the same location as the fans. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like it would be very safe for them. I don't know. Yeah, and you can imagine with everything else failing, they probably didn't have any security either. Yeah, oh, I, I doubt, doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think so. Yeah. So Also, the other yeah. thing that happened that I totally forgot about on the first day, um, someone during the Q&A section had the audacity to ask Earth about the Two Moons 2 situation. Listen. Oh, harassment. my God. And I'm like, did you not vet the questions? I mean, I get it. It's a Q&A. You're supposed to, you know, giving fans the opportunity to ask questions. But mm-hmm. 
they should have stepped up and been like you don't need to answer this or something Mm -hmm. like you know putting him in the spot where he felt like he had to address that situation it's just Mm -hmm. that had me fuming Mm -hmm. that is literally disgusting and is continuing to sensationalize that situation that happened to him that probably is very triggering and he doesn't want to be brought up ever like i just don't know how you think that's okay to Mm -hmm. just ask that just outright to anybody yeah and don't forget day one we heard that um director um wasn't coming with his uh, actors oh, and then because he showed they up anyway because they're a family and they go together and then he shows up with one of them yeah they made a whole big like post about canceling the appearance because they move as one and yeah. they work as a family and then he showed up with one of the other actors anyways and i was like so what <laughs> what even (laughs) yeah i can guarantee like he knows um he's good friends with one of the organizers so i think that he knew that the actors who came to this festival weren't gonna get paid well at least not the uh, the promised amount yeah um and that's why he pulled his actors out and he probably made a deal with uh the festival people that he could at least get him and one more paid for if they came yeah i wouldn't surprise me mm. i mean for all of the um the amount of money that they charge for the tickets for people to be at that event um <sighs> the fact that they still haven't been able to compensate the artists um they don't have any type of setup on the stage like they just have screen there's no lights there's no decorating there's no anything else going on in the stadium they haven't paid the artists they haven't paid for catering apparently translators so like where did all that money go it's giving very suspicious vibes to me yeah it's weird yeah it's weird i mean we've had a bad um bad interactions with one of the organizers before so we were um kind always of skeptical this. yeah yes yeah. i yeah. i am like so sorry for the actors who have to go through mm-hmm. this and i'm so afraid that this will like uh, give a negative impact on international fans for the thai and korean industry BLNG, mm-hmm. yeah. which will make it harder for everyone else when they are so unprofessional like can they just stop they obviously have no (laughs) idea how to organize stuff yeah it's really unfortunate with this being like one of the first international fan meets happening after everything got postponed with covid and that this is the experience that so many of the actors are having with it it's like it really does leave a bad taste in your mouth and there's supposed Mm -hmm. to be another convention in the philippines later this august which two separate two separate conventions and so far it seems that the the rikon fan con is on a very different level and actually Mm -hmm. knows what they're doing but like you know i'm sure they're feeling impact from that as well they've tweeted about people attacking them thinking that they're the Pinoy BL festival so mm-hmm. yeah it's just unfortunate that it's going to leave a bad taste for other events that are happening mm-hmm. 
Yeah, James um, tweeted, the only thing that keeps me from joining the event today is Philippine fans, which just like makes me so sad because I know that a lot of them probably feel that way. Like they have to go through with it or they'll be letting fans down. Yeah. But I think at this point, fans would be pretty understanding because yeah. it's not a good situation for anyone, yeah. even the fans who are there. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it's just, I feel so bad for the talent and like, it just sucks. That, I mean, hopefully they're still at least being able to enjoy their time in the Philippines and doing things outside of the con, but... I'm sure a lot of them were excited about getting to meet fans for the first time and mm-hmm. after so many years and, you know, then they get mistreated on such a major scale. It's just so disappointing. Yeah. 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 And, I'm, I'm, and I'm not usually for the whole cancel culture thing, but, like, if these people disappear, I, like the organizers <laughs> of this event disappear, <laughs> I will not cry about that. Like, yeah. they deserve <laughs> to get... Like, because they obviously don't care. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. I mean, for... Like, a- there's something of, like, being um, kind of new to something and not, like, having perfect. But this is so gross yeah. neglect. That yeah, this you- is not just, like, things that are out of their control. These are things that they clearly did not care to organize that should have been essential to the event. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me wonder if anyone signed contracts, uh, because you usually would for appearances like this. Yeah. But who who even knows at this point? Yeah, it's just... It's bad. Yeah, I really hope that curious. they don't get, like, a bad impression of the Philippines or Filipino yeah. fans either from this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the part that really makes me the saddest to think about, is that they could have a bad view of the Philippines or Filipino fans from this one experience. Yeah. 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 I'm really curious to see, um, if they will address anything because, you know, scrolling through the hashtag, the Pinoy BL festival hashtag, which they have been promoting, Mm -hmm. um, half of the tweets are people, international fans and fans who have attended the event, the same bringing Mm. up the issues and, demanding an explanation and demanding an apology to the artist and so far it's you know the second day of the event has finished and they haven't said anything on their Mm -hmm. official account so are they going to address it or are they just going to ignore it until and And keep retweeting (laughs) the good posts with like the artists and stuff that make the festival look good and ignore all the calling out that's happening within (sighs) the tag Mm -hmm. yeah i i I just hope that if they um, don't deliver on whatever they are owe, owed the actors and stuff that they that some some someone will sue them like can someone please I swear them? to god <laughs> like even the fans like who went to the event fucking sue them because they didn't deliver on what they promised like yeah. there are tweets that said there were going to be a 100 actors mm. there are so false much advertising yes Mm-mm. and and originally when they said they were gonna have it earlier that year they waited until the very last it was like bef- days before it was supposed to happen wasn't it that they were like oh we're i mean people had assumed at that point because they hadn't yeah. put out any information but like their socials were basically like silent for like a full month and then they came back and were like yeah we have to postpone for three more months and like yeah 
these three extra and, months and you still weren't able to put together a functioning God, right? convention. And and people were calling them out on Twitter and they like were being all I don't know, sassy back. Like mm-hmm. that's <laughs> not customer service. Like just like <laughs> say something to like clean it up. You're not gonna like blame the fans for being disappointed that you're not doing what you promised to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I, it's, it's, it's a fuck. And it's so bad. Believe me, this is not going to be the last we hear. There's, There's still another day so of the convention, so we'll see <laughs> oh, what God. happens tomorrow. <laughs> right now, we're only on day two of a three day convention, so I'm sure it'll be. I just hope be... the actors get so annoyed that they start like really shit talking on Twitter. <laughs> I said that if anyone is going to do that, it's going to be Saint. Because there has been talk that the secret crush on you cast was treated slightly better. But mm-hmm. I yeah, I also have heard that that's because Saint created a fuss over it. I'm not sure that's like where show. that information he was getting where it's from. But um, also I know that those actors got fed because the fans organized like food, food events right. and I stuff. Saw, yeah. I saw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Saint, he knows what he's owed like he's not gonna let anything like just brush under like and he's like if anything when he gets back to thailand he's gonna talk about it i hope so i hope someone really should (laughs) i need like um if anyone wants to come on our podcast and give an expose about your event (laughs) your experience at this event we will let you rant you You know know what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like a little bit serious here. If there are any, like even just if you uh, were at the uh, event as, as a, fan. a fan, if mm-hmm. you want to talk to us, yeah, for send real. us an email and we will we will do a whole episode about this. <laughs> <laughs> we will get all the information, all the tea, and we will do a whole ass episode. So if anyone has more any information. To. Any stories, let us, like, give it to us. Like, you can DM us on Instagram, Twitter. It's all open. We have an email. Just get us the information. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You want the tea. Yeah. <laughs> it might sound petty, but it's actually a big deal that the guests yeah. and the fans are being treated this way. And we don't want it to, we don't want to allow something like this to happen again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it shouldn't exactly. be swept under under the rug. This yeah. should be talked about. It should be like, it's like if we can make sure that all these high actors and everyone there know that this is not okay and this is not normal, then it might like save the us. Everyone, we have, a little bit. you know, we have somewhat of a platform within the BL community, albeit a small one. So like, <laughs> obviously, we want to. We always want to bring voice to issues that are happening and mistreatment mm-hmm. that is happening. And this is clearly something big that is happening. So if anyone ever wanted to say something about it, we are a platform that you could always come to to voice your feelings for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So yeah. off to something a little uh, <laughs> better. <laughs> 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 so we are we are talking uh, about pride and the BL community today. Yes, yes. It's wrapping up our Pride Month. Um, 
with it being the end of Pride this month, I feel like we just kind of wanted to tie things in with talking about how we feel being part of the BL community, how that impacts Pride, how those two things interact, and kind of just Mm. summing up all of our feelings about both topics and how they kind of come together, I think. Mm-hmm. So, what does Pride usually look like within the BL community? Mm. A lot of rainbows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you'll get that with any... Um, I mean, it's always a thing once Pride Month rolls around that every company and their mother suddenly mm-hmm. has a rainbow icon on social media. <laughs> um, so I think definitely from the company's standpoint, it can be a lot of like rainbow capitalism and, yeah. you know, changing your icon is a way to show support, but it's also like a very superficial way to so- show, sh- mm-hmm. show, sh- show, 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 <laughs> show support. Yeah. I would um, say, like, I obviously I own a business and mm-hmm. I find it really hard to balance something like that because you yeah. want to support, you want to visibly support because that's part of normalizing stuff. But at the same time, I don't want to. Uh, take advantage of pride mm. and everyone right. Mm. right like using the month yeah. to gain something because yeah that's which, not the point Support yeah and that is, is what point. a lot of companies do unfortunately with like their pride collections and such like mm-hmm. i think you can tell when companies are coming from a very superficial like we're just jumping on the bandwagon to make some extra sales during the gay mm-hmm. month <laughs> versus oh. you know when there's genuine support and wanting to show support coming from the company. So Mm -hmm. in general, I think that when it comes to like BL production companies, they do tend to be more on the genuine side. And like, I think, you know, that should be the bare minimum with them Mm -hmm. profiting off of queer and LGBTQ stories. Um, But you do definitely see those moments of like the more capitalistic side of it coming through, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they've gotten better at mm-hmm. like the companies and that do BLs are, have gotten a lot better at, at showing representation and not just like earning money off of mm-hmm. doing the BLs. Like the last two years, there's been a lot more um, supportive content rather yeah. than money grabbing content. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I definitely have seen a shift in the last couple of years. Yeah, obviously it benefits the companies to show like that strong allyship. It wouldn't benefit them to be like vehemently against (laughs) being gay. (laughs) Like it would, that would just, yeah, that wouldn't work. So like, I feel like, yeah, it's great that GMMTV doesn't think I deserve death, but I'm also not going to bootlick them. (laughs) Like, right? right, you know what I mean? Like, Like you said, it is the bare minimum, and I almost feel like a lot of the time, unless they're going really hard with it, you shouldn't even praise the companies for doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I see that a lot with people, like, keeping lists almost of what companies changed their profile pictures, who has tweeted (laughs) Happy Pride on, and that's the same with the actors, too. And I'm like, I get it. You want to see, like a company that produces a show you like or an actor you like um you know 
tweeting or changing their profile picture in support of pride but i feel like we do kind of tend to put them on a pedestal when they do so as like my fave you know tweeted in support of pride and i'm like (laughs) like that's what they should be doing like you know it shouldn't (laughs) just you know it shouldn't be this thing that makes them like a god amongst men type situation if if you want like it should be that there is support all year round yeah, like, not just it during one month. It shouldn't be like a Pride Month thing, and it's it's like it's the same with like uh, when when they have like Women's Day and all mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah, it should be Black History Month and all. Yeah, those like that. every day, every day is like White cis Man uh, Appreciation Day. <laughs> around, apparently, but everyone else has just like gotten one day or one month or like. <laughs> yeah. Can we just yeah. like appreciate everyone all year round yeah. the same amount? Yeah, because like, are they <laughs> yeah. showing the same level of support once June is over, and are they tweeting the same way about? LGBTQ issues once June is over. Um, I think for the actors, a lot of them do, and that's appreciative, but I Mm -hmm. think the companies, it's a little bit different. You don't really see that same level of some of them, you know, I think especially this year um, with the marriage equality bill being such a huge Mm -hmm. issue in Thailand this year, um, I've seen a lot more in general coming from different levels of like companies, artists, management teams and such, but in general, I think, you know, you do see the shift of once June is over and they change their profile picture back to their regular one, yeah. the type of content they tweeting or are posting about becomes a lot different. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the people that are doing it right are like the companies who um, put the issues into their shows, just like mm-hmm. PewDiePie did. Mm-hmm. Um, Not me. Yeah. Yeah, not me. Although I was like, that was that was Nucci, not GMMTV. So I don't want to give GMMTV praise for that one <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> because no, that, GMMTV, that on the other hand, does not have the greatest track mm-hmm. record. I think, um, no. but yeah, and I think you know, we've seen um, from companies like Beyond Cloud, they have been doing like a Pride Talk series, which I th- I don't know if they ever released yeah. Beyond. There was one episode that was with um, P Tong and Sprite, who plays Yoke in the series, and kind of going over history and terms and stuff like that. Mm. So I think something like that is cool and kind of takes you beyond just, you know, changing your profile picture. Um, So it's nice to see when companies take the time and artists take the time to be involved in things like that. I think it it goes a little bit beyond the surface level. Um, Mm. But, you know, there's not many companies that you see doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, because that content like that is doesn't feel like content they're gonna earn a lot of money doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So it's obviously more for actually fans and actually showing support rather yeah. than yeah. It feel it feels more genuine coming from a company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. And like we do have like the actors who have like pride um, photo shoots. Um, obviously, like Max Toll have been yeah. huge. Like they are like especially Toll. He's like all year, every day supporter, oh. always. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Yeah, I think they're always one of the good examples of, like, genuine allyship beyond just, I mean, obviously, you know, I love the Max Tool Pride photo shoots, you know, I've looked forward to them for the past two years, and they never disappoint, but it also, like, goes beyond that, and I think they show their support in a lot more ways than one. They talked about it recently in the Teen Vogue article that Casey did, um, Mm -hmm. talking to different BL actors with Pride, and Mm-hmm. Um, what they feel like their platform is for and how they use it. And, you know, they've shown it too. Like Tool has gone, Tool was in New York last year and he went to Pride. And, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that is kind of just, it goes beyond just, it, it feels more than just superficial, I think. And there are definitely other actors that do that as well. And I think, mm-hmm. like you said before, Pixie, a lot more in recent years we're seeing it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Can we do like a, a small appreciation for like the the magazines and stuff that are actually like embracing BL into the queer content? Because yeah. often yeah. BL is seen as like outside of queer, separate thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and looked yeah. down upon because it's people are very like it's for women, it's by women, and nothing else. It's like, for straight people, kind of thing is like how they 
look down on it, I think. It's a straight, yeah. it's queer content for straight people, even though that's not true because we're queer people here that consume <laughs> BL content. So it's like, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been really cool to see, like, BL being included in the Pride mm-hmm. discussions, like... Mm-hmm not to plug, but we were in an article for Insider where we talked about, like, the BL community as a a safe space for queer people in the LGBT community and how it's impacted us. You know, Casey, who was our friend, has written numerous articles for Teen Vogue about BL, and he's written pieces for their Pride collect, their Pride Mm. pieces, Pride series, I guess is the word this year, so it is really cool, yeah. Yes, and uh, one of those pieces, Kayla was interviewed Yes. Yes. How does it feel to be mentioned in this same (laughs) news article as Copter? Listen, I love Copter so much, and I feel like being a part of that article and getting to know like everything that they were saying about their journey made me love them even more. And just made me feel like they are such an inspiration and that I hope Mm -hmm. they're able to inspire others through telling their story to Casey. Yeah, Yeah. I, I teared up when I was reading that article. I think, (laughs) you know, it's, it's one thing for, they, obviously they're coming out was huge and I think, you know, Mm. was an amazing thing for them to do, but then being able to further get that perspective of where they've been on their journey and how they've been feeling and what it took for them to finally come to the place where they like could embrace the term non-binary and and i i was just like an emotional wreck reading that article yesterday i was like (laughs) in my feelings and it was really cool to also get like kayla and then another non-binary bl fan who um casey also interviewed from japan Mm -hmm. kind of giving their perspective on what that feels like as a BL fan to have someone who mm-hmm. identifies the same way you do and being open about that on their platform. So, yeah. I mean, if anyone who's listening haven't read any of Casey's articles, you should go do that. Like his articles about BL and Thai BL and all that. It it's so good. Like he pours his whole soul mm-hmm. into those mm-hmm. articles. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. You need to He's read. Great. For, uh, it's for Teen Vogue, he writes, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, for Teen Vogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's so many times where I see tweets that are like, oh, like someone in Teen Vogue is writing about BL. And I'm just like, oh, yep, that's yeah, Casey. That's Casey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. But no, yeah. It, it's been like, I think um, the copter coming out has been probably, I don't know if saying it's like one of the highlights of pride month is a weird thing to say um but (laughs) i feel like a bl actor um coming out because obviously we know there are queer bl actors there are actors in bl who are out but i think you know as far as i know this is the first out non-binary actor who is involved Mm -hmm. in the bl community so i think that is really huge and (laughs) them being out and open with that and they are a big like they're a big, what's the word I'm looking for? They have a platform, a large platform. Yeah, Yeah, they're, Mm -hmm. they have a large place in the BL community. So I think it's, it's going to do a lot for a lot of people. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like really, especially in Thailand for the fans there. Yeah. Where it's not as normalized. Yeah. So I think it's just like really cool that they felt comfortable, like sharing that part of themselves with us now. And Mm -hmm. It's it's been really cool to 
follow their experience with it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we have actors who have supported marriage equality um, by posting on social media, using their platforms. Um, Some have been attending Pride. Yes. Which is awesome. Yeah. I think this year, um, especially like I mentioned before, with the marriage equality bill being on the forefront of like, um, like moving forward and it did I think eventually pass the first step to move forward in deliberation um, which is huge for them because in so many years past it keeps getting striked down in favor of like a civil union more type situation which we know does not have the same level of rights for LGBTQ couples so um, I think early in June especially before it was being voted on um, there was a lot of actors there were sites that people were promoting petitions that were going out I mean I know there was the shout out in not me where there's like the QR code that you can scan that would take you to the site that had the petition for marriage equality Um, so I think Mm -hmm. this year especially with that bill being on the forefront of like Thai news and Thai equality the equality fight there's been a lot of support from actors Mm -hmm. coming out for that so yeah yeah and I feel like I really appreciate them coming out as strong as they have because I, as far as I know, there aren't any workplace protections in Thailand mm-hmm. if you are part of the LGBTQ plus community. So in a way, they could be jeopardizing their mm-hmm. job or position, yeah. um, even if they're not LGBT themselves, <laughs> just coming out in support of it. I think people forget that just because um, Thailand puts out so much BL that that it isn't particularly LGBTQ plus friendly socially. And so it is a big deal, I think, when actors post about marriage equality and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Actors do use social media a lot um, to support. And um, it's obvious, like we said earlier, this is like a sort of new phenomenon like it's it's been ramping up more the last two years and it's really nice to see because if at this point it a lot of it feels very natural it feel feels like it's actually like coming from them like it's not Mm -hmm. just like a promo kind of thing like you have to do i think a lot of the actors that are coming into bl now too do have more information about the genre and the expectations like you're not going to come into this industry and be a homophobe yeah i would hope (laughs) you would think i mean we've definitely (laughs) met those actors in the past who you know despite being in a bl have some choice opinions about the community in real life um so yeah i mean i would like to think it's also like partially coming from a back end of wanting to support and give a voice to people who are genuine Mm -hmm. supporters of the community and such. Um, Not that it's not not just surface level to, you know, keep the BL facade going. And like we said, you know, you would think at this point being a BL actor, um, you shouldn't be able to get away with that at the very minimum if you're a homophobe. So 
you know, you want to believe it's more than just for the sake of their job, although we've seen in the past that sometimes it's not always that way. But I do definitely think, um, and even just with the changing times in general, Mm -hmm. we're seeing much more vocal progressiveness coming from celebrities, not just in Thailand, but everywhere. But I think in Thailand as well, just because that's... um, where we're focusing on mainly when it comes to BL. Mm. But yeah, I think that progressiveness in general with, with the political climate everywhere the past couple of years, people have been a lot more vocal in their progressive beliefs. And I do think that is a necessity at times mm-hmm. like these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there is like a unrest in the world um, about topics like this now. I think like everyone is getting more um, opinionated sort of like people aren't uh, cowering mm-hmm. um, or uh, feeling like they have to hide as much as before yeah. like they're finding their voice and it's um, it, it's 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 uh, what do you say it's um, provoking a lot of people who liked it how it was before yeah. when not everyone <laughs> was speaking up <laughs> So you see yeah. a lot of bad shit happening. And I mean, now um, we got the news yesterday that in Oslo um, there was a shooting uh, mm. in a district. Mm-hmm. And oh. two people died. 19 were sent to the hospital with severe Damn. injuries. And they had to cancel the Pride Parade today because uh, the police found that there was like evidence that it might be more than that one person yeah yeah and remember like if for americans like guns are everywhere norway like it is hella difficult to get a hold of a gun so but this shooter had one gun one weapon so at least like it was just two people that it's bad to say just because it was two people who died mm. because of this, but it could have been a lot worse. But yeah, I, I, I have never experienced something as bad as this, and I know everyone is really shocked because this doesn't happen here. Yeah, and I think it's like a wave that we sadly are seeing from America especially yeah with everything going there it's sort of like uh, causing like a ripple through europe yeah unfortunately um donald trump has given a voice to a lot of people who like you said were previously very quiet about their feelings um Uh and yes it started in america with a lot of alt-right groups becoming a lot more visible here although they have always existed um he just emboldened them to start putting a lot of their plans into action and unfortunately i think we are seeing the ripple of that in other countries where those alt-right people have been previously like sticking to their online communities or lurking in the shadows and such And so as vocal as they are getting on the alt-right, I think that's also why it's as so important for people on the other side, the progressive end, to be as vocal as they are about Mm -hmm. equality and gun control, although that's 
you know, a different conversation completely, but having those voices with a platform and making your thoughts on those things known, I think are more important now than ever because Mm -hmm. the other side is also getting louder. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's a way to fight back, I think. Yeah. And I've always um, thought about um, my place in the, like in BL, in the community, as like a straight woman and um, around a lot of LGBTQ plus people, um, I've always like, okay, I, I felt like a, I shouldn't impose kind of thing. Like I shouldn't mm. be here. And, but I like, obviously I found my place now. And, and like for everyone who feels that way, um, you shouldn't, like there's a place for everyone here. And I think a lot of people who might think they're straight um, might figure out if they are actually talking with people in the community that they probably aren't as straight as they think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think there is a space here for exploring and for everyone and you know, the voices of straight people and and straight BL fans do have their place. And I think it's just, you know, when we're talking about stuff like that, making sure you're centering the right voices. So, you know, you have your voice as a straight woman, there's straight men somewhere who like BL, cis people who Mm -hmm. like BL, they have their place within the community, but they Mm -hmm. also, you know, it's just important to recognize and put to the forefront the LGBTQ plus voices and the non-cis voices and mm-hmm. especially when we're bleeding into real life inequality mm-hmm. um, which BL is directly tied to those things and directly profiting mm-hmm. off of those things I think when it comes to those conversations your voice is important but it's also like more important to mm-hmm. center the voices of those in the community yeah. in that situation mm-hmm. and I think that is something that a lot of the BL community still has to learn um, and Mm -hmm. is still working on learning and and, and it's a process, but you know, I think especially in these times, it's like more important than ever. Yeah. 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 I, I feel I haven't like personally, I feel like I have it easier to um, put myself to the side and let other people talk Mm -hmm. uh, when I, when I actually know like I'm so familiar with the community now that I feel comfortable just like not being like super opinionated about stuff like that yeah. because it's really like going against the nature of your nickname yeah <laughs> oh my gosh I mean, sometimes you can get really opinionated and really passionate about something that you think is true, but yeah. it's not involving you. So you don't really know. You've just listened to maybe one person saying yeah. their view of yeah. the situation. So that's why if it's not like it's not you, then you you can support, but you shouldn't. Yeah, stick your head in there yeah yeah i think on the other side of it also the bl community can be a little gatekeepy um Mm. especially with queer fans of bl i think even i have been like kind of gatekeepy at 
times, but the fact of the matter is that we genuinely do need allyship and help mm. and support from the outside. And like that help and support, I don't think should be undermined because we're people are just trying to help. <laughs> people are just trying to like normalize these things. No one is really trying to claim anything for their own. Yeah, I agree. Mm. So what does true allyship look like? Mm. I mean, I think that's kind of what I just said of like showing your support, but also making sure you're centering the right voices. Mm. Um, and I think for the actors themselves, um, and we're, if we're talking going back to the commu the production company and actors and people who are involved in the BL production side of things and benefiting from the community. Um, I think it's big to make sure that your actions go beyond just social media. Um, and so whether that be donating to a cause or going out to a pride or protest, although I know those things have safety issues and it's not always possible mm -hmm. for people to attend pride and accessible for people to attend protests. Um, whether that be, you know, reaching out to your governmental representatives and making sure that your voice is heard that way, donating to causes, um, even just showing support to LGBTQ people outside of social media. Mm -hmm. It can be the most personal one-on-one -on -one conversation that no one else knows about. Yeah. But I think if you yourself know that your allyship is more than just performative and more mm -hmm. than just a social media post for likes or for the sake of mm -hmm. looking good for your fans and such, um, I think it just needs to be more than just on social media. And I think that's a big thing in my books mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. people can do to show genuine allyship. Yeah. I do yeah. think like the, the, the point of um, calling out like the, the everyday homophobia mm. is like the, the, it's the best place to start. If mm -hmm. like, you're like unsure, if you hear anyone in your like close circle or whatever being homophobic even if it's a small thing like just calling it out even if that person is just gonna like what's wrong with you like if you just keep calling it out at one point they're gonna start listening listening yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i think people don't realize um how especially if it's like within your one-on-one -on -one friend group and mm -hmm. you know a friend of yours uses a slur or talks about lgbtq people in a not so nice way i think that people don't often realize how much of a difference like not being afraid to say something can can do and how much that mm -hmm. can shift the mood of the conversation if it is steering into a homophobic place um so i think people don't realize how much impact having something like that can saying saying something in a situation like that can have um Especially because you never know if you're in a group of your peers who might not identify the way you thought they identified and how they might be being impacted by another friend in the group using inappropriate terms or speaking about the queer community in a specific way. So yeah, I definitely think those little everyday occurrences and speaking out against them have more impact than people can realize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, um, 
like what we said earlier, when companies or probably actors more so are showing support for LGBTQ plus issues all year round, that consistency mm. is going to mean a lot more than just like a singular happy Pride Month tweet yeah. or something yeah. like that. And I also like think of just like all the times that we have had like BL actors or like writers and stuff on and have asked straight up about like the role that LGBTQ plus representation has in BL. And I feel like no matter like how complex or simple their answers may have been, it speaks volumes that they're even willing to talk about it and have that discussion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So um, do we have any like um, examples on times where we feel like actors or the industry has been showing like true allyship? Mm. I, oh, I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> like the first thing I think about like is obviously tall because mm. Mm -hmm. He shows yeah. support, like we said earlier, he is so, so supportive. And not only for um, the LGBTQ plus community, but also for women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is vocal about an, a myriad of issues. Um, mm -hmm. And I always kind of think of, even though I just talked about how um, doing more than just posting on social media. Um, I was thinking about his post last year from his pride photo shoot, how he had this whole like paragraph of like five different points, like bullet points about like his, his platform as a BL actor and what he hopes for from the community and how he hopes people will step up and, and embracing aspects of the LGBTQIA, et cetera, identity that aren't, um, showcase as much like um, he mentioned like um, asexual and people on the ace mm -hmm. spectrum and non-binary people and like this whole long post just like going into detail about like what he wants his platform to be and what he hopes he'll see from other actors and his fans and people mm -hmm. in general and even though it was like a social media post I think you know knowing what we know about Tool we know it is you know, way more beyond that. But I think mm -hmm. also just like seeing someone be so passionate about the community and being an ally to the community is just like a really mm -hmm. cool thing to see. Yeah, I agree. Um, I can't think of like exact instances, but I also think about highlighting the openly queer actors that we do have and mm -hmm. other types of creators like directors, etc., in the BL community. I kind of want to mention too, uh, because that's it's been on my mind a lot. Like um, with the semantic error in um, in in South Korea, um, the actor like oh God, I can't remember his name, the one that went to the military. So hot. I'm so, so yeah. Hum. I'm so bad with Korean names. You have so no hum. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he mentioned that like he had the opportunity to do a BL before, but. Um, his company turned it mm. down um, because of the social stigma and uh, now with semantic error it things had changed so he could finally like 
because he wanted to do it the last time too and he yeah. is like always shown a lot of support for it as a genre yeah and um i really really like enjoyed seeing how um positive and supportive he talks about bl and his role in semantic error yeah i think um yeah when you're talking about korean actors especially when they're idols and knowing how much to say their company often has over the projects that they can take on even the things that they can say um it's it's a big thing for an actor to obviously star in a bl but also um go beyond that and say that you know i know there was an interview with um june from ace who was intended with you um mm-hmm. where he you know showed support to the community and vocally you know came out and said that he doesn't see anything wrong with that type of love and like we said that is like the bare minimum but i think mm-hmm. when you're thinking about k-pop idols and how mm-hmm. heavily regulated everything they say is mm-hmm. um to have idols who are like being vocal in that way is is very very big and mm-hmm. i definitely think it's really always fun to see mm-hmm. yeah. i think it was a big big thing for holland to do a bl as well because it was sort of tying yes, together yes. the queer community mm. with the bl community in korea and yeah. i really love that yeah yeah i yeah. Yeah. yeah him being in a bl was big and getting to see an openly gay um actor play a queer character in a bl series is in korea and south korea is really cool to see mm-hmm. um and i also think he's an example of how the climate in korea is right now because during that promotional period you know he was the victim of a hate crime um where he was called a slur and attacked physically um in an area that is known to be more progressive and foreigner friendly in korea um so you know i think not to use his pain as an example because that is something no one should ever have to experience but um i think it is an example of how bl is one side of things and korea being able to produce bl um is big and i think it does have an impact and will make an impact in some ways but on the same time um the actual care people in korea are still suffering greatly from mm-hmm. the country's homophobia, individual homophobia yeah. and those kind of things that happen. Mm-hmm. So, it's just another thing that showcases why I think support while BL is a big support and it is a big thing, um the support needs to also go beyond that to the real people who are yeah, existing in this world and mm-hmm. experiencing these real issues. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, as like a, a last questions do we have like any predictions for next year's pride hmm. i hope at that point marriage equality will be i i'm not sure entirely how the thai government works how long of a process it will be um but i know i hope i hope within a year's time there will at least be further along in the process of the marriage equality bill moving forward and maybe at this time next year they'll be able to celebrate it being a thing as opposed mm-hmm. to just celebrating it taking that first step forward in um the the deliberation process so that would be a huge thing i think if that's um something that is coming around within a year's time. Mhm. 
Yeah. yeah I, I just hope that things are going to move forward. Um, I'm really afraid with how like the political climate uh, has been around the world that we mm. are moving backwards into the Middle Ages and it's not good. <laughs> so I do hope that next year we will see some sort of yeah, that it's just like moving in the right direction, that it's not like yeah. taking rights away from people, that like this abortion thing in the States is, isn't is going to follow up into like marriage um, for gay people. Yeah. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say something thinking. and I was like... <laughs> I completely lost it. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, it seems like with the whole marriage equality thing in Thailand heating up, that I think probably even more people than before are going to be vocally advocating for this to finally be passed if it's not already passed by the next Pride Month. I think that the support in the BL community is just going to keep increasing until it's like, you would be the odd one out to not say anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing, you know, like for so long, um, no one bats, batted an eye if, you know, people were silent on LGBTQ issues or making weird homophobic remarks but i think normalizing you know having allyship be the norm and having mm -hmm. it be the weird thing to not be the person that speaks up i think is big and that's a step in the right direction so i hope it will mm -hmm. only continue yeah and i i want to like uh give people like um thing like i hope they will do because i i've seen this i hope that people in Instead of focusing on finding out who, uh, which actors are posting what and which mm -hmm. company is supporting what, rather focus on your own support of the community yeah. instead right. of going out and being mad. Because it, yeah. pride isn't about being angry. Pride is about celebrating. Yeah. Yeah, you you can only control your own actions at the end mm -hmm. of the day and what you're doing to give back. Yeah, mm -hmm. like make sure you're reflecting on yourself before you are, you know, <laughs> spending all your time tweeting at BL actors and their fans for what they are and aren't doing. Yes, definitely. Okay, so that's it for our episode this week. Uh, let us know your thoughts about Pride and the BL community in the comments uh, below or tag us on social media. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sharing these episodes with your friends really helps us out. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. That should be plenty of time. Yay! That's a good idea. <laughs> just like, wait, I have a part like sitting back here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 